Hey there, and welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast, where I will equip you to see the kingdom of God, to bear fruit as you understand the word of the kingdom government of Jesus Christ that he preached. I will help you to weed out of your heart, out of your mind, the weeds of the Pharisees' teaching, the weeds of religious and political teaching, the worries and the cares of this world so that you can bear fruit. You and I are going to live forever in heaven, which is going to be on the earth. I can't wait to see you on the other side. Hey church, I'm Jonathan here in Melbourne and this message is going to strengthen you with might in your spirit man. This is really the good news of the kingdom of God. So listen to me and I'm going to tell you the truth. The truth is that we are made in the image of our father God and he is a God who is all about life. He is 100% expanding. He wants to fill all in all. He wants to fill the earth with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. He, he commanded mankind to be fruitful and multiply, to subdue and to fill the earth. He Waters cover the sea, the fish fill the sea, the earth is spinning in the universe that's expanding, billions and billions of stars. Everything he does is life. And Jesus said in John 10, 10, I've come to bring life. So just remember that you are made in the image of God. God is never going to die. You are never going to die. What he has for you to do is expansive. What he has for you to do is increase. What he has for you to do is glory. Forget about your situation. It doesn't matter where you are, who you are, what you are, what you've done. It is all irrelevant. In the kingdom of God, he has bought you with a price. He has paid for you with his own blood. You have become his own body. You have become the body of Christ. It doesn't matter what part of the body you are. You are important and we need you. The mouth doesn't get to speak if the feet don't walk the mouth there. You know, and the mouth has no energy to move if the stomach doesn't dissolve the food. We need each other. And there are no superstars in the kingdom of God. We have one hero and his name is Jesus. And I'm speaking strength to you today. Isaiah 40 verse 29. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. He's going to help you tonight. He's going to help you today, wherever you are. Jesus has come to bring life. He's come to bring life. God created this universe so that you and I could rule and reign the physical realm. He gave the earth to mankind. He is the Lord of heaven. He is the king of glory. That's the invisible realm. But he gave us the keys to the kingdom here on earth. Remember, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. He didn't give us the keys to heaven. That's his hands off. He gave us the keys to earth. Now, we're, we're, we're invited 
into heaven, up to heaven. We're citizens of heaven. We live in heaven. But heaven is his throne, but the earth he has given to mankind. So while we are here on the earth, we have been given the, the keys to change the physical realm. Jesus changed the physical realm. I said, Jesus changed the physical realm. He turned the water into wine. He multiplied the bread. He walked on the water. He cursed the fig tree. He fixed people's physical bodies. He changed their physical bodies. He gave us those keys. He gave us the keys to the kingdom. But he said, whatever you bind on earth legally, the jurisdiction that he gave us is earth. He gave us the keys to the kingdom on earth. He has the keys to the kingdom in heaven. He said in Matthew 28, he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples. So Jesus Christ has the keys to the kingdom. He took them from the devil. As we unlock things on the earth, he unlocks things in heaven. It's a partnership. It's the way that it was meant to be since the Garden of Eden. God and man in partnership. It's a family business. Jesus said, I'm about my father's business. In the book of Revelation, we see the last chapters, chapter 21 and chapter 22. It says God's place will be with man on the earth. We, you know, a lot of Christians say, I want to go home. Jesus is going to come and take me home. In a sense, yes, your home is with God, but your home is on the earth. Your home is going to be on the earth. Man originated on the earth. We were made from the earth. We were never made from heaven. We were never, we never fell from heaven. We didn't begin in heaven like, like Lucifer who fell from heaven. No, we began first on the earth. Do you see the difference? Do you see how religion has stolen from you and from I? So what I'm saying to you is the kingdom of darkness is about death. The kingdom of light is about life. The kingdom of darkness is about stopping. So anything that stops depression, anxiety, suicide, double-mindedness, confusion, doubt, bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness, quarrels, all of these things are causing you to stop Jesus Christ came to bring life, and life is about activity. If you look at life under a microscope, its definition is movement. If it's not moving, it's dead. If it's not moving, it's dead under a microscope. But life is about movement. Life is about movement. Those feeble knees, those those hands that hang down, it says in Hebrews, we need to strengthen those. We need to strengthen those. We need each other. We need the body to lay hands on each other. We need to, to mourn with those who mourn, rejoice with those who rejoice, correct and rebuke with all authority. Iron sharpens iron. So 
You and I are part of the kingdom of growth. You and I are part of the kingdom of life. You and I are part of the kingdom that expands. You and I are part of the kingdom that grows. God wants to fill all in all. He wants to fill all in all. He wants to fill you. He wants to heal you. He wants to establish you. He wants to promote you. You know, he's happy for all of us to be Billy Grahams. Not that he needs that, but he is not limiting you. God has not limited you. Because he's the God of life, because he's the God of increase, because he's the God of growth, because he only wants you to expand and to increase and to win and to dominate and to be expansive in Jesus' name, we take the kingdom by force. We take the kingdom by force. John the Baptist wasn't doing anything in prison. He wasn't doing anything and he was doubting. He sent messengers to Jesus to say, are you the Christ? And Jesus said, he said, tell him that I'm moving. Unlike you, (laughs) I'm moving. Unlike you, I'm doing something. I'm expanding. I'm increasing. And Jesus said, he said, the least in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. What the heck? Yeah, that's right. John the Baptist was great in the Old Testament. He was great as a prophet. He was great under the law. But he wasn't doing anything. He was in jail and he was doubting and he lost his head. And I'm not saying that's a punishment because he, Jesus said he was Elijah who was to come. But Jesus said the greatest in the Old Testament is less than the least in the kingdom of heaven because Jesus was doing things. He was doing things. He was about his father's business. He was doing the good works that God prepared for him. I pray from this glorious unlimited resources that he would empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16. Philippians 4.13, For I can do everything through Christ. Who gives me strength? Hallelujah. In the book of Revelation, in the last chapter, uh, 21, maybe 21, 21. Um, Thank you, Jesus. I believe it's the second last chapter. It says something really interesting. It says that the lake of fire, Sundarabase, God, all who are victorious, this is verse 7. All who are victorious, chapter 21, will inherit all of these blessings and I will be their God and they will be my children. But the cowards, the cowards and the unbelievers, who was Jesus mad at? He was mad at those who had a form of godliness but denied its power. He was mad at those who said that they had the kingdom, but they slammed the door in men's faces. He was mad at those who were hypocrites who said that they loved God, but they didn't. That is the one that he's upset with. He's upset with the lukewarm church. He's upset with inactivity. And you and I have both been there. Listen, if it's from the devil, it's going to stop you. It's going to stop you. The demonic is in your life to stop you. Maybe the answer to your deliverance is just simply to start growing. I did a podcast on this the other day. It's called the maturity series on my teachable account, but and it's not finished yet, but it is up uploaded to watch now. Got 
What if your your deliverance is going to come as you start to grow? Your deliverance is going to come as you start to help other people. You know, go and if you're depressed, go and help somebody else. If you've got chronic fatigue and you can't get out of bed, you know, send someone some flowers, send $20 to Benny Hinn or Billy Graham or anybody, just do something. If you can't move, maybe lift one hand in praise. The kingdom is about growth. It's about increase. And God showed me that as you grow, your roots will take over the land. The roots will go down and they will find water. And as your roots grow, they will push away the weeds. They will take away the the stones. They're going to grow and they're going to push away everything that hinders Revelation 21 verse 8, the cowards, the unbelievers, the corrupt, the murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshippers and all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. The thing God hates the most is inactivity. Look at what did Jesus say? He said to the, 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 the parable of the talents that the one who buried the talents, he was treated contemptuously. He 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 tortured him he he threw him into prison he cast him out into the outer darkness god is punishing those who don't act james said faith without works is dead show me your faith and i'll sh- show me show me i will show you my faith by my works i'm not saying that you you can get saved by works no we are saved by grace through faith in jesus christ his blood alone But once you're in the kingdom of God, you are expected to bear fruit. Jesus said that. He said, if you don't bear fruit, he said, my father will will throw those branches into the fire. He said, if you do bear fruit, he is going to prune those branches. I'm telling you the truth. Are you going to thank me for telling you the truth? Jesus Christ said many things about stewardship, and it's not about money. He's saying, I want a reward. That servant who's asleep when I come back, he is in trouble. He is going to be cut into pieces. Jesus said that, right? But if he comes back and finds you active, if he finds you working, if he finds you doing his father's business, hallelujah. Remember, who are those who are going to be told that he never knew you? Who it's, He said it's those who didn't work. Have a look at the parable. He said, when you fed me, when you clothed me, when you visited me in prison, That is the one who I know. It is all to do with activity. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the master will return unannounced and unexpected and he will cut the servant to pieces and assign him a place with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Again, in Luke 12, 45, But what if the servant thinks, my master won't be back for a while, I'll do some inactivity. And he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk. 
the master will return unannounced, unexpected, and he will cut the servant in pieces and banish him with the unfaithful. Woo! A servant who knows what the master wants and is, isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. This is the Jesus I know. This is the Jesus that I know. I didn't find him in church, unfortunately, so I started my own church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is after your activity. He loves you. He's after your heart. But the kingdom is about advancement. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is going to destroy the devil with the breath of his mouth. But he also says in Revelation chapter 2, these are really important things. This is for the church. This is for the body of Christ. I told you this would be... uh, I told you this would be encouraging to you, and it will be. But remember, Jesus said these things. Hallelujah to the church in Pergamum. Repent of your sin or I will come to you suddenly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He's talking about Christians It says in verse 15, in a similar way, you have some Nicolaitans among you who follow the same teaching. These are church members, okay? Repent of your sin or I will come and suddenly fight against them with the sword of my mouth. So Jesus Christ is saying that he's going to fight against them, those people who are in the church. Again, you know, Revelation chapter 3, the lukewarm church, he's going to spit out of his mouth. Actually, it might be Revelation chapter 2 as well. I believe it might be. But anyway, so what is my encouragement? My encouragement is to believe. You don't need anything. You have everything you need. That is in the Bible. Peter said it. You have everything you need for life and for godliness. So believe it. You have. What do you have? You have the sword of the Spirit. You have the name of Jesus. You have the Word of God. You have the Prince of Peace. You have the Everlasting Father. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the names of God. You have the seven spirits of God. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the mind of Christ. You have the keys of the kingdom. You have the blood of Jesus. You have angels to help you. You've been forgiven of all your sins. You've been told that you do not need to worry. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8, you think you already have everything you need. You think you're already rich. You have begun to reign in God's kingdom without us. I wish you really were reigning already, for then we would be reigning with you. You know, God will supply all that you need according to his riches in glory. 1 John two twenty seven. but you have received the Holy Spirit and he lives within you, so you don't need anyone to teach you. Hallelujah. What we do need is a repentant heart. What we do need is the ability to receive. The reason I'm encouraging you, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm telling you the truth. You are in a kingdom. Jesus is a king. He is the Lord of war. He is going to ride a horse. He has a tattoo on his thigh. King of kings and Lord of lords. He's a military man. He's, he's amazing, and he is going to expect a reward. He is going to ask you what you did with what he gave you. That's the encouragement. The encouragement is that if you are stuck, 
It's the devil. It's not God. He does not want you to be sick for a day. He does not want you to be procrastinating for an hour. He wants you to move forward. And I'm telling you the truth that he is your deliverer. He is going to personally deliver you. He loves to deliver his people. He loves to care for his children. He loves to provide for his children. He has a way of escape for you. If you have no money, if you have no, if you feel like you have no choices, I'm telling you the truth. He can open a door today for you to be totally healed. Now, remember, it is a process sometimes. The Israelites went through a process of deliverance. Yes, God can heal you right now. You don't need to do anything. He healed all who are sick and oppressed of the devil. Yes. But there is also a process. You know, the disciples had to wait 40 days for the Holy Spirit to come. Peter had to be praying on that roof and fasting to get a vision to go to Simon the Tanner's house. Paul was in prison waiting to be delivered, praying that he would be able to visit the churches. He said Satan hindered him or he would have gone into other areas of the world. So in this world, we will have troubles, but lo, Jesus Christ said, I have overcome the world. In this life, you will have persecutions. If people hate you, Don't be surprised because they hated Jesus as well. What I'm saying to you is there will be delay. There will be disappointment. But where there's delay, God will give you a relay. Where there's disappointment, God will reappoint. Where there is loss and destruction, he will bring restoration and and life abundant. There's nothing that's impossible to God. And what I'm saying to you is if you will believe him, If you will agree with him and say, yes, God, your your word says that I am healed. Your word says that I am healed. I am delivered, that I can walk on the water. He will provide a way of escape. I'm telling you the truth. If you are in any form of debt, if you're on medication, he can get you off the medication. If you're in a relationship, he can get you out of that relationship. If you're sick, he can and he, he, he has healed you and he can convince you of that. He can show you that you are already healed. It's sometimes you have to walk it out. Remember the blind man, Jesus had to pray for him twice. He had to pray for him twice. The first time he could only see men as trees. Even for Jesus, there was a process. For the Israelites, they didn't just leave Egypt the first day. There was a process. There was a, there was a swarm. There was a plague. There was a, a confrontation. And then in the promised land, there was a process. And then in the, in the promised land, they had to take each city Why? Because it's a relationship. In the Garden of Eden, God is looking to multiply. He's looking to increase. He's looking to do it with man in a partnership. Adam and Eve were naming the animals together with God. That is the point. God was saying, Adam, where are you? Not because he didn't know where he was, but because he wanted to do life in partnership. Why didn't you turn up to work today, Adam? God worked with Jesus Christ to do miracles. Jesus Christ said, I did nothing except that my father was doing it. He said, the works that I do, the father is doing it through me. He was 
divinely in partnership with the Father. Jesus said that you and I are going to be following the same model of gardening. It's gardening. That's the Overcomer series that I've published on theteachable.com. You can do that. It's about gardening. Life is about gardening. The kingdom is about gardening. You shave your head and it grows back again. You cut your nails and they grow back again. You do the gardening and the weeds and they grow back again. Once you go shopping and fill the fridge, it gets emptied and you eat all the food and then you have to wash the dishes and then you have to dry them and then you have to put them away only to dirty them again. This is our portion. We've been given abundant life, but life is activity. Sure, if you never eat, there's not going to be any dishes, but you're going to die. You've got to eat. And if you want to eat, you have to kill an animal. If you, want, if you have to kill an animal, you have to first you know, raise the animal. Life on earth is about hard work. You have got to learn how to work hard. That's the kingdom of God. He is looking for those who are willing to work. He said, to he who has, more will be given. To he who doesn't have, what little he has will be taken away from him. The man with the five talents got 10. The man with 10 talents got 20. These people will be given many cities in the future. Jesus Christ is looking to get a return from what he's given you. Mark chapter 4 verse 24. Pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more. Matthew 13 verse 12. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But to those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. So my encouragement to you, church, is God is strengthening you to grow. He is strengthening you to increase. There is nothing that he hasn't already given you that you will need to explode in this hour. He might have given you a song to sing. He might have given you a book to write. He might have given you a lady to mow her garden. My encouragement to you is to do it in the power of God. Do it in the power of God. If you need deliverance, if you need to grow into your deliverance, my encouragement is to do it through activity. Maybe you need to raise your hands and praise. Maybe you need to text somebody to help pray for you. Don't be ashamed to ask for help because we're a body. But you will get to a place where you're not praying for yourself because you believe Jesus Christ who said, seek first the kingdom and all of these things will be added to you as well. There is a place in maturity where you don't ask for anything but the kingdom. In other words, your prayer is for Jesus Christ to come. Your prayer is for the kingdom to come. Your prayer is for righteousness, peace, and the Holy Ghost. Your prayer is for other people to experience abundance. Your prayer is for other people. Jesus said, freely you've received, freely give. Your job is to give away everything you've received. If you've been delivered of alcoholism, then your ministry is to deliver people of alcoholism. If you've been healed of mental illness, your ministry is to full-time help and deliver people from mental illness. 
If you've been accepted socially, when you are socially unacceptable, your job is to socially accept people. Go and help people who don't fit in. Go and help people who are wards of the state, who are government raised. Go and help people who are, who are talking to themselves on the bus. That is your ministry. If you were a millionaire who was saved, God, the Bible says very few prestigious people were saved, but there are some, there are a few, then you need to go and help those people. You need to tell them what James said and says, weep and wail for your money because the moths are going to eat it. You know, go and help them to be delivered from the system of the world. Go and show them the light of Jesus Christ. So the encouragement today is that you are going to be strengthened by the Holy Spirit, by Jesus Christ, to do things, to do activity. He's wanting you to do things. He's wanting you to increase. I know many of you haven't really got it yet because you're thinking, but what about me? What about you? Jesus said, lose your life. There it is. You're gone. I've dealt with you. You're finished. Jesus said, die to yourself. Jesus said, whoever loses their life will find it. So what about you? What about you is start to live for other people and you'll find that all of your problems go away. Jesus' name. Father God, I just want to thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. I want to thank you for the increase of the government that is on your shoulders. I thank you that the church is the legitimate authority on the earth today, that the church is the pillar and the ground of the truth. I thank you that the church of Jesus Christ is the Senate. The church of Jesus Christ is the Senate. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, we are the 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 ruling authority on the earth. What did I say about that the other day? I wrote it down. Uh, was, it, was it about parliament? Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. You and I are the authority on the earth. So whatever we say, God is going to back it up. When you say something, God is going to back it up. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we know that we have the thing for which we have asked. So go and pray for people in the name of Jesus Christ. Tell people the truth. Make declarations according to the will of God, knowing that he is going to confirm your words with signs and wonders. The reason he's going to confirm your words with signs and wonders is because your words are his words. You're only speaking the words that come from the Father. You are an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. You are speaking not of your own authority, but you're speaking by the authority of Jesus Christ. So why don't you go and be at peace right now? Why don't you go and help other people right now? Why don't you focus on expanding the kingdom government of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God. Thank you so much for listening, guys. You're amazing. We bless you in Jesus' name. We bless you in Jesus' name. Father, 
Father, we declare increase over these people. We declare increase in the name of Jesus Christ. May they grow. May they be transformed into the image of Jesus Christ today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen.